Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. The text for our Gospel Proclamation comes from the Old Testament reading of Leviticus chapter 19, verses 9 to 18, and serves as the basis of our theme for the fifth Sunday after Pentecost. Do this, and you will live. As we say goodbye to our high school kids for the week for our national youth gathering, I am reminded of the days of church camp with the kids when we would go to give them the rules for the week. I was the camp master in charge of rules and schedules, and so it fell upon me to make sure the kids knew what the do's and the don'ts were for the week. I would gather all the kids together, and it would go something like this. You are required to wear shoes at all times. If you don't wear shoes at all times, you will inevitably cut your feet, get an infection, and you will die. You are required to be all the appointed scheduled events. If you are not at the appointed scheduled events, you will be left behind. Most likely find yourself all alone. And because we are social creatures that need the company of other people, you will die. You will get up early in the morning and eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. If you do not eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner, your caloric intake will be found wanting and the energy required to complete the day's activities will leave you utterly depleted and you will die. Needless to say, the rules would continue like this and it never took long for the kids to chime in with the requisite consequence of the violation of each rule, saying with me each time, you will die. It was an effective strategy, I will tell you, because after more than 12 years of participating in camps, I can tell you, no one died. I know, that is probably the bare minimum barometer for a successful camp, but as the kids say, it is what it is. Today, in Leviticus 18.5 and Luke 10.28, our eternal Father and His eternal Son, our Savior Jesus, gives us a better way by saying, Do this and you will live. In sort of a microcosm of all the Levitical rules for God's people, today's passage gives us five rules to follow and to live by. Number one, share your resources. Number two, Interact with one another honestly. Number three, treat your neighbor, your hired laborer, and the disenfranchised with respect and dignity. Number four, respect and support justice among one another, showing no favoritism to those of social, political, or financial means, ever mindful that slander can lead to murder. And finally, number five, love your brother or sister in Christ as much as, if not more, than you love yourself. Phew! Got that? Okay, go ahead and report to me how that's going for you next week. After all, God said, 
Do this and you will live. Yeah, I know. I probably have not done so hot as well. At least, not to the degree that I would want it to be held up to God's expectations. This is part of the problem with our world today. People actually believe that they are moral enough to justify their existence before God. Oh, they claim to want to share resources to help the poor. But what they end up doing is taking the money from the people who make the money and then give it to the people who refuse to work for it. And the ones in charge of the redistribution always seem to find a way to get more for themselves than for others. And we get even more people in poverty than before we started. The world claims to want truth, and yet the headlines of the day are fake news, false narratives, and polling that manipulates the answers the elites want rather than the reality of our society. We want to treat all with equity and respect, and then we call each other names, manipulate wages, refuse to pay our debts and obligations, and even leave the handicapped and disabled without resources and help they need to succeed. We even call for statues of Lady Justice to be erected in front of our courthouses, claiming we will weigh our souls against the feather of truth. We will use the sword for justice to be carried out swiftly and finally. And by means of the blindfold, we will judge without passion or prejudice. And then judges make decisions not based on law, but on what they personally feel is right. Billionaires, broker, consequences completely inequitable to the crime they committed. And people in positions of power fragrantly skirt the law because equal protection under said law only applies when they want it to. And finally, we come to church too often for what I need rather than what my brother or sister needs. For the ones we are supposed to love the most are the ones we neglect the most. And then we wonder, why is no one taking care of me? What looks so doable so easy to follow and so easy to keep becomes the impossible guilt trip that begins to haunt us like a dark cloud of regret and shame everywhere we go. What happened, Lord? It was all so simple. Do this and you will live. You could not have been clearer. But it is becoming increasingly obvious to me that this is not doable at all. Maybe, just maybe the Apostle Paul said it best. Wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. The one, the one who came to die is the only one who can do what we could not so we could live. Jesus was the only one that could share everything, including his very blood, for our life. Jesus was the truth. 
His name literally means the way, the truth, and the life. Scripture is full of countless examples of Jesus' actions that showed his mercy, kindness, and equity with poor and rich alike, and everyone in between, doing so much that there would not be a book that could contain all the things Jesus did. Jesus was the one and only that could do this today. And his words in the gospel echoing the words of Leviticus prove that we have hope in him alone to do what we need him to do so we may live. And he did. He was blinded by the pain of his scourging and crucifixion to our sin. He weighed the scales with his lighter-than-a-feather purity instead of the hardness of our hearts. And on that final day, he will come with the sword of judgment directly from his mouth to render his justice on the downtrodden, the broken in sin and humiliated in the flesh, cutting out the evil and recreating us in his image forever. Because he did this, we will live. Because only Christ can truly do this, dying to live in us. Amen. Now, May that peace which surpasses all understanding guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus always. Amen.